welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manicures podcast, the ultimate guide to building a life you're obsessed with. I'm Samantha Kazuch, and I'm here to empower women just like you to script your dreams into reality and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'll do that by sharing the power of self-development and mindset, habits and routines that fuel success and confidence, and how taking inspired action daily will help you manifest faster. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and empowered as we elevate our lives together. This is the Money, Mindset, and Manicures podcast. Hey, babe, welcome back to another episode of the Money, Mindset, and Manicures podcast. And if you are new, joining me here for the first time, hello and welcome. My name is Samantha Kazuch, and I am here to help you up level your life in all different ways. So in today's episode, we're diving into manifestation and taking it a little bit deeper because I had a question from my community that inspired me to record this episode today on really how to help you maintain your mindset as you're allowing in and welcoming in and being prepared for what's to come with your manifestations. Now, if you're watching me on video right now, I am here, you see I have a different background. I'm actually recording this in Park City, Utah. I'm actually at Deer Valley Mountain Resort. I'm here on a ski trip for the week with my family. And today it has been, or actually the past couple of days, it has been pouring with snow 24 seven. And I am actually a beginner skier. This is gonna be my third season. But I don't know about you, and if you're familiar with skiing or snowboarding or just ski in general, you know how everyone loves and is so excited about fresh pow-pow, which means fresh powder, which means lots of fresh snow. Yeah, I'm not about that fresh pow-pow life because I can't ski in it yet. It is so hard for me to ski in. It is not enjoyable. So today I decided when the whole family is out skiing together, I am like, you know what, guys, I am going to stay home and enjoy and do some work. And when I saw this question pop up in my Manuscripting Sisterhood community, which by the way, if you have not joined that, there's a link below for you to join. It's completely free. Highly recommend there's lots of free masterclasses and all this sort of stuff in there. But when I saw this question, I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I am so inspired to record a full podcast episode on this. So I whipped out my podcasting gear, which isn't a lot. I just have a webcam and microphone here, set up my camera. I have my computer set up right now in front of our huge living room window. My view right now is just pouring down with snow. I'm going to take a picture of it and post it on social media as well when this episode goes live. But it is just such a beautiful scene. And I'm just so inspired today to record this episode for you. Let's get into it. This question comes from Amanda Olkfi. And she says, I'd like to know more about how you maintain the mindset that you already have everything, but also countering that with being prepared to handle what you want to manifest. For example, a large amount of money. This is such a great question because if you have started your manifestation journey, like this is it, this is exactly what you are doing. So I'm glad that Amanda asked this question because everyone can benefit from some of the tips and tools that I have in order to kind of implement as you are going through your manifestation journey. Because remember, when you start manifesting, when you write down that goal that you want, when you create that vision board that you want to materialize, you are literally announcing to the world, you're announcing to the universe, you're announcing to God's source, whatever higher power 
energies that you believe in, because it doesn't matter what you believe in. We all know that there is some sort of higher energy power at play, right? You are announcing that you want this and you're declaring that you are going to have it. So when you make that declaration, something really magical happens. Things start happening because when you declare it, you're getting excited. Then you're going to start taking inspired action on it. And as you are taking action on it, things start to move and shift. And sometimes the shifts aren't always positive. They're not always great and fun. A lot of the shifts can be negative and honestly will be. And that's not to scare you. If you start experiencing negative shifts in your life. For example, maybe you lose a job, you break up with somebody, you lose some money, you get a fine, you get something like something negative. Honestly, that just means that the universe source, it's listening and it's starting to rearrange your environment. And in ways that it also rearranges it is it shows you things that are no longer serving you. So it's going to take them away. And then also it's going to do things for you so that you can learn a lesson or an obstacle. Maybe you got a parking ticket. Maybe you were late on a bill, certain little things for you to like, look at and be like, oh, wait, if I'm late on this bill, how do I expect to get more money coming in? If I don't know how to manage it properly, or if someone breaks up with you, it's like, well, was I really clear on who I wanted as a partner? And were they treating me as well as I wanted to be treated? So all these different things start happening. And as they're happening, you have to obviously start maintaining this positive mindset. And I know everyone says, stay positive, high vibe, nah, 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 stay positive, you know, all of that, right? And that can be hard to do in those times when it feels really shitty. Let's be honest, right? We're not, and I also say, like, you don't also want to be happy when you should be honoring any sort of sadness, right? Like the whole point of when it comes to up leveling your life. It's to be able to regulate your nervous system. It's to be able to regulate your emotions. It's to be able to tap into all of those things and to honor yourself throughout all of that and all of those processes. So as your world is shifting and rearranging, of course, you want to try and maintain this positive mindset. And the easiest way is just these really good affirmations that I say to myself is like, instead of saying like, everything's happening to me. No, everything is happening for you. It's happening for you. If you take everything as a blessing, even when you think it's shitty, that's just your ego thinking it's shitty. Because whether you believe in God, universe, source, like I need to do a poll first of like, what should I say in this way? Because I feel like I say all four or five of those things every single time, but I just want you to know it doesn't matter whatever that higher power is. But I want you to also think about it that whenever we feel like something is happening to us, right? Source, God, this higher power sees something far beyond that you don't yet. And I always believe that it's a level of protection. It's a level of protection. It's redirecting you to something better. It's redirecting you to learn something before you can get that thing that you really want. I truly do believe that. And when you switch this mentality of having this type of a mindset, I promise you, you're going to be able to manifest so much faster because you are trusting the process. If you are constantly sitting there saying, oh my gosh, I'm broken. Oh my gosh, I'm so sick. Oh my gosh, I'm so broke. Oh my gosh, I'm so unhappy. Oh my God, my life sucks. That sort of mindset is you are never going to ever going to be able to trick higher power for you to manifest something greater if that is your mentality. So if you are still constantly saying that to yourself, you have to truly start with the basics. 
and find and pour back into you and that self-love. Like your first step should be a mission of your worthiness, of your self-love, whether that's constantly reminding yourself of those things, which, whether it's catching yourself saying those things, right? Put that rubber band on your wrist. Every time you say something negative about yourself, snap that, right? And be like, no, actually, no. I am the greatest. Like I love myself. I am beautiful. I am loved, like all of these different things. But the more often you stay in this negative kind of spiral, you won't ever be able to manifest anything good from there. In fact, you're going to continuously be manifesting those negative things that you are saying. The power of the mind, the power of our energy, the power of our frequency is unlike anything else. And I could go deep into talking about those things, but I'm just going to mention one, one person that you should definitely tap into and read his books if you don't believe me. And that one of them is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I talk about him all the time and the power of healing in your mind and your body and your frequency. And just by reading a couple of his books, even just one, will be like, whoa, I need to really start paying attention to how I'm talking to myself, how I'm treating myself. Because I promise you, what you say to yourself affects everything in your life. In order to really start maintaining this mindset, but also counteracting that with being prepared to handle what you want to manifest, I have a couple really good examples for you because obviously I'm in this with you as well. I'm not sitting here like I have manifested all the things that I wanted and I have, you know, the perfect life or anything like that. Now I am super abundant. I'm obsessed with my life and it took me over a decade to really get here. Once I finally woke up to what manifestation is, what creating my life is all about, it really, it took me a decade to get to this point where I'm seriously waking up every single day saying, I fucking love my life. I am so happy. I am so grateful. And get this, is everything go right in my life every single day? Absolutely not. I run a multi-million dollar e-commerce company Things do not go right for me every day. Not every day is sunshine and roses, but I can tell you this, because of all the self work that I have done, the self development, the mindset work, the things that I've learned through manifesting and all these different principles and tools of being able to change your life, I am at a point in my life, even though I don't have everything that I desire, I am so content and grateful for what I have because what I have today I have created and I understand that now. And I'm not saying it's going to take 10 years for you to create your life. It only took me 10 years because when I started this, this was back when I was like 25, 26, when I had my awakening and there wasn't this type of information out there. There wasn't podcasts that you can tune into about this stuff. There wasn't YouTube channels. There wasn't Instagram. There wasn't coaches. There wasn't any of that stuff. Like really I watched the movie or watched the movie, The Secret. Um, there was like Tony Robbins, there was Oprah. There was like things like that, but nothing on the scale that it is today. So it took me that long because it just took me that long to put so many different pieces together. And then hello, it's why I birthed the manuscripting journal three years ago, because I'd literally taken all of those tools to come in to create that journal because that's what's helped me change my life. So things that I started doing when I started manifesting, right? So first, the importance is your mindset. How are you today? Even if there are so many things about your life that you don't like, you have to think about what is your mindset today? And if it is constantly negative, that's the stuff that you need to start rearranging first, right? So easiest way to do that, 
What are you listening to? What are you watching? Who are you conversating with? Those are like the three main things that I want you to first take a look at of what you are participating in daily. Is it negative stuff? Is it stuff that makes you upset? Or is it high vibrational things? Is it stuff that's making you learn something new? Is it stuff that's helping inspire you to be better? The conversations that you're having with friends, is it gossipy and trash talking? Or are you talking about your dreams? Are you talking about how you can support each other or what you're doing in business or life or you know those types of things? So I feel like those three are the easiest to control because you literally decide what you're tapping into. You decide what you're watching, you decide what you're listening, and you decide literally who you're interacting with every single day, right? So that's kind of first. Okay, babe, I know you're listening to this podcast because I know that you have a desire to change your life and accomplish big goals, right? But I also know that something has been holding you back on going after those big goals, or maybe it's that you self-sabotage, or maybe you've set these big goals and you get really overwhelmed and you just don't go after them altogether. Well, I want to introduce you to a journal that is literally going to help you change your life and help you actually manifest and accomplish any desires or goals that you have. It's called the Marriage Scripting Journal, and it's the number one selling manifestation and goal-setting journal designed exclusively for empowering women just like you to up-level and change your life. Now, if you haven't seen this journal on social media already, I want to share with you that it is literally your personal guide to manifesting your dreams and unlocking your true potential. And inside its beautifully curated pages, you'll discover powerful daily journaling pages, workbooks, and exercises to help you set goals, help you plan your dreams, and manifest the life that you deserve. Plus, the one thing that I had to include, and it was a non-negotiable with this journal, is that it needed to have a community. So you'll also have access to join an online community filled with thousands of women just like you who are on the same path using the journal. So I invite you to join me and these thousands of women who have already embraced the power of manifestation and changed their life using the Marriage Scripting Journal. And I also want to gift you with a special 15% off code on your first journal order by using the code Money Mindset. The code is Money Mindset. So head over to manuscripting.com today and embark on a transformative journey by ordering the journal. So go ahead, check out the show notes, empower yourself. Answer the call to getting this journal. If this is speaking to you, I want you to join us. It's time to script your dreams into reality with the Manuscripting Journal because you deserve to create and manifest a life that you're completely obsessed with. See show notes for details. The next thing, as you get super clear on what it is that you want to manifest, And if you don't know what you want to manifest yet, or if you're just kind of wishy-washy or just like you want a process to follow, please go order the Manuscripting Journal immediately because that is a full-on step-by-step workbook to help you get clear on what it is that you want, what's no longer serving you, all of that. Plus, it's a 90-day journal to help you then implement and activate those manifestations and help you take inspired action on them. Plus, there's a whole community. I do masterclasses. It's a whole thing to help support you in changing your life. So go by that. But once you create this new master plan for your life of the things that you want to manifest and the things that you want to call in and accomplish and all of those goals. Okay, so now, now you have that. Now, 
how you want to counteract the mindset of having that mindset of what you already have, but now all these things that you're calling in, because some of those might seem overwhelming, right? Their goals are, those goals can be really big. Some of you are really high achievers, right? And I get that because that's how I am. And that's why I'm sitting here today telling you, I've definitely not manifested everything because I'm also the type of person, I just wanna keep getting better and better and better. I wanna do things better and better. I wanna get healthier. I wanna accomplish more. I, I do want the bigger house, the bigger car, all of those sorts of things. I wanna travel more. All of these things take money, right? All of these things take growth in me, right? So I get it, your goals are really big. So the one thing that I have found to be true ever since my day one of starting to manifest on how to handle this, especially if you've never manifested before, this is the ultimate beginner insider tips that I promise you, if you start doing this, it's going to be a game changer. So when you're calling something in, right? If our life is already packed full of stuff, there's not going to be any room for this newness to come in. And you know how I said earlier that the universe starts rearranging things and shifting things, and it potentially is going to take things away from you, maybe like a job, a person, through a breakup, friendships. It's going to take things away. Maybe it's a home, maybe, you know, a car, maybe a car accident. Oh my gosh. It's going to start taking things away if you don't do it first. If your new world needs that space. Let me repeat this again. If you don't make space, that's basically what I'm saying. If you don't make the space for those new things that you are trying to manifest to come in, the higher power, universe, God source, it's going to make the room for you. And usually that comes in a painful way. So first tip is you have to create the space. No matter what it is, if it's a relationship that you want, okay, take a look at do you have room in your life to date? Do you have room in your life to have a boyfriend or girlfriend? When I first started manifesting my now husband, I went through literally like, gosh, probably like 10 years of really, really crappy dating. And looking back, it's like, now I see all the lessons that I needed to learn. Oh my gosh, the work that I needed to do personally on myself before I could receive my dream partner. Oh my gosh. But the one thing that I did right before I manifested my now fiance, Mark, is that I literally made space for him in my home. So at the time, I was living in a one-bedroom apartment in Santa Monica, California. Those apartments are not very big. So it's not like I had a lot of room anyway, but my apartment was filled to the max. All of the closets, all of the drawers, everything was just packed just because one, they're not very big and, you know, just not a lot of storage in these places. So what I did actually is I cleared out a section in my wardrobe. It was seriously like if you're watching videos, maybe like this much on the rack, like five inches, not big at all. And then also what I did was I cleared out one of my nightstand tables, completely cleared it out, aka that would be his, okay? And then from there, I created space in my calendar. I was the type of person that I would just work a lot. I would keep myself busy, hang out with lots of friends. But I just also mentally kind of like looked at it like, hey, let's not pack this out too much. Like, let's give it room and space for opportunity. And sure enough, within a couple months of doing that, I had met Mark. And then slowly after that, like six months later after that, we had started dating. And now we are engaged to get married. And 
I would say, I don't know, I don't like, is that a coincidence or is that something that I did to show the universe, hey, I'm serious and here is the space. I now have space for him in my life. And sure enough, like he didn't, he never moved into my place. I ended up moving into his, but still it's creating that space. Okay. So no matter what you are manifesting and say if it's money, right, it's creating that space for it. Do you have a bank account? Like, do you have a savings account? Do you know, even with that money, when it's coming in, how are you going to use it? How you are going to spend it? When it comes to money, it's a little bit different because money is an energy in itself. So money needs a plan. So are you creating that plan for it? So when you, when it does come into you, is it going to be hoarded? Do you have that hoarding energy? And I have some money episodes on this podcast talking about exactly how to handle money and money energy and how to manifest it and what to do when it comes to you. Because money, if you are the type that's just going to hoard it and save it, you think any more money is going to come to you? No. But I have done this numerous times where it has literally worked every single time that when I write out that amount of money, whether it's the amount of money I want to make in a month, the amount of money I want to make in a year, I literally then write down below it, okay, I need 10K for this, 20K is going to be for this. And I'm talking about like everything from vacation to shopping to bills to uh things like rent or car or what have you. Like literally I got super specific on everything that I needed, what it was going to cost. And I did this for whether it was, I was getting money for my business or money for personal stuff, income, what have you. I made a plan with it so that I knew one, my energy was super confident and not worried or scared. Cause I also feel like when you ask for a lot of money coming in, if you're not used to that type of amount of money, like your nervous system around it is not going to be <laughs> regulated. Like if you look at my video right now, it's kind of like shaking, right? Like you want this hundred K, but oh my God, it's fucking scary. You're going to self-sabotage everything that you can possibly do in order to not call that in. Or once you do get it, you're going to lose it right away because you weren't equipped to handle it. So really understanding that your positive mindset and what you have right now to call those things in is amazing. And how you prepare yourself calling those things in is as simple as allowing and creating the space for it, creating the plan for it, and not being wishy-washy on those things either. Because I think that's another thing that I see a lot is so many people wishy-washy, like if it's taking too long or it's not coming fast enough, then you're kind of counteracting yourself in this message of what you are sending out, which that isn't good either. So what also can start to happen, and this still happens to me to this day, and I'm going to share, I was debating on sharing this, but I'm going to be real with you because even though for me to share it out loud is super embarrassing because I personally, quote unquote, shouldn't be struggling with this anymore, but here I am. It happened to me last month, and this is about regulating your nervous system. And when it comes to that, if you have a dysregulated nervous system, you are more likely to, what I think is like, I kind of put that hand in hand with self-sabotage. So have you ever experienced that you really wanted something and you were like so close, you're like this, this close, you know, two millimeter apart with your fingertips close of receiving it. And you did something to self-sabotage yourself. Raise your hand. 
If you can't see me, I'm raising my hand because still to this day, I freaking tend to self-sabotage myself because right now I'm on this path of really, really accelerated growth. And there's a lot of times that it is like scary and it's a new level and it's a new level of, oh my gosh, of things popping up where I thought I had dealt with these things and they're coming up again. And it's like, hello, surprise. No, Sam, you haven't dealt with worthiness or you haven't dealt with abundance to the fullest yet. There's still some things that you have to uncover and work through. And if you are like me and you've self-sabotaged yourself in some ways, I have a couple methods to kind of take you through. One of them, well, I won't be able to take them through on this podcast, but I'll share some resources with you that I use. But if you find yourself self-sabotaging, I have found, and even though I still do it, it has worked. I just haven't worked through all parts of me that I need to quote unquote heal or work through in order to, to stop self-sabotaging. But because I'm on this journey still along with you guys, I want to share this with you. And the first one, if you struggle with self-sabotaging, EFT technique. It is, EFT is so, so good. Um, I've started doing that a lot more this year because I feel like the new levels that I am going through and the things that I'm calling in, they, I'm, I'm just accelerating so fast with my growth that the, the things that are popping up for me are so, I feel so, not childish, but they're just like, so, oh my God, are you serious, Sam? Like you literally just allowed that to happen. You literally just did that. Like what? I feel like I had regressed to like childlike behavior, but it's just almost like it's showing to me more clearer what I still need to heal. So I'm just going to give you an example because this comes to money. So I had, um, I have multiple, obviously multiple lines of credit for my business, personal, all that sort of, sort of stuff. And I have this really high limit charge card, which I pay off every single month. And I had just gotten this new charge card and which means it's a charge card, which means you have to pay off the monthly, um, charges in full. Like you can't roll it over like a credit card and just pay a fee. Like you have to pay off the balance in full each month. And I had been telling myself for weeks, Sam, this payment is due on X date. And literally like even days up to it, I'm like, okay, cool. This payment's due on Saturday. I'm going to jump in there and make sure I make that payment. Like it was literally so top of mind. One, because this payment was really, really high. And mind you, the bank account that I was paying this from had plenty of cash, plenty of cash. This wasn't a moment of, uh, you don't have the money to pay for it. It was just, again, I'm going to go into it, but so the day comes and passes and guess who quote unquote forgets to make that payment me. And I was so on come Monday. So this was on a Saturday. It was due come Monday morning. I had realized that I had missed the payment and I was so pissed at myself because one, of course, when you miss payments on a credit card, it's not good for your credit, right? Two, they charge you a mega late fee. And three, with a charge card, there could be higher implications, like they could take that away from you or, you know, that sort of stuff, right? So I was just so mad at myself because one, I could have put on an auto payment on it, but because it was such a large amount, I almost like, I didn't want that to auto pay. I just wanted to make sure it was going to go through. Right now I'm sitting here. I feel like I'm just telling you a bunch of excuses, 
But I know, like after the fact, wow, Sam, you totally freaking self-sabotaged yourself. You self-sabotage yourself in making that payment because the bigger picture of this is right now, um, I am working on getting my credit even higher than what it is. And as an entrepreneur, we have lots of loans, lots of like, quote unquote, good debt out there on the books. It's not bad debt from like shopping sprees and stuff like that. It's like little investing debt, um, which so with this might be TMI, but I'm just being an open book right now. With my rolling credit score, some months it's really high, other months it dips low, it changes all the time. But right now, because of things that we're doing in the business, my goal is to raise that credit limit. And it's just so funny that because I have that goal right now, and then I literally self-sabotaged myself in making a payment on time that I knew I had money for, and I just did that, I'm like, wow, there is some deeper money-rooted issues here that I am holding myself back from on my goals and all that. And I did an EFT tapping uh, session through that that day that just really, really, really helped. And I highly recommend that. I'm going to share some resources with you, babes, um, probably just like inside my Manuscripting Sisterhood community. I am not an expert in it. I just literally do it myself. So I'm going to share some of those videos for you because I've been doing that ever since, and I feel so much more empowered because it's helped me regulate my nervous system. Because I don't know about you, but for me, and I think it's like, let's be honest, most people have issues with money and doing all, like making more, not having enough of it. We all have money wounds, right? And it's just so interesting as I am at this phase of life now where I have it, I'm making more of it. It's like these little things creep in to remind you like, oh yeah, have you really healed that? Have you really worked through that? So I think also just being aware of your actions. Like for me, in the moment of having this kind of fear, it wasn't even a fear around the payment. I just wanted control. I wanted that control. Sam, why didn't you just set it on auto payment? It would have gone through even, and I was like, no, because I was gripping it. I was, I was, it's almost like I was gripping onto that money until I had to let it go. And saying this out loud to you guys, is just like, whoa, where do you in your life grip onto things, try to control things until you have it, until you can let it go. And that for me was the first time in a really long time that I had this kind of situation with money. And it's because this was a really freaking high charge amount that I had to pay for. Like, I think it was like almost like $60,000 in one credit card charge payment. Okay. Like that was a lot for me. I've made payments a lot. And here's the thing. I've had to pay for inventory. That's like 150 grand at one time and that kind of stuff. I've done a lot of that, but it was different when it came to something out of my own, like smaller, personal. This wasn't for inventory. This was for other, other things, business still related, but not the same. And that's where I saw, I was like, wow, I have really hit a limit. Like Sam, how can you expect to call in more things, whether it is a nicer car or a bigger home that's going to, all these things cost more, right? Like as you elevate and grow and that had popped up for me, right? Wow. You have a really hard time of letting go of your money, even though it's something you've already quote unquote paid for. And you're just like paying the bank back. Right. 
So for me, that's where it popped up and showed up. I would ask you where in your life do you see that happen? Where do you self-sabotage yourself and look at it deeper? Not just like, oh, where I was late to class or, oh, I missed a payment or, oh, you know, I didn't get back to that person on the email giving me this opportunity. I've done that so many times too. And I always believe it's because we're so afraid to take ourselves to that next level. We're so afraid of, oh my gosh, if I go to this next level, more is going to be expected of me. I'm going to have to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be responsible for more things. And we self-sabotage ourselves. It's tough, but you're going to probably experience it once, twice, maybe even more times as you grow and evolve. But the key part is, is like I could have stayed and like, I was upset. I was upset for at least a couple, a couple days over this stupid charge card payment. And like, Mark had to remind me, he's like, Sam, like, yeah, you did. Like, who fucking cares? Set it up on auto pay. Don't let it happen again. It's not a big deal. Like, it's not even going to show up on your credit as a late payment. Like, they don't do that for like 30 plus days. Like, not a big deal. Call them if you want to see if you can get the late charge removed. Kind of a thing, right? Like, he kind of helped me snap out of it, which I'm super grateful for to have a partner like that to get me out of my shin, out of my own way too. So this is why having people in your life that support you, that uplift you, that don't let you drown or drown with you when you're drowning is so important. Which again, if you don't have anyone like that in your life, join the Manuscripting Sisterhood because in there, you're going to find so many women that are going to just like raise you up so high. It's so incredible. So in order to really just prevent the self-sabotaging, I don't even know if there's a way to prevent it because I truly believe it pops up and creeps up into our lives when we need to heal something, when we need to become aware of something. I don't want you to think that there's some magic thing to preventing self-sabotage. I think it's like, well, like if you've truly like healed everything in your life, like I don't think you're ever going to self-sabotage yourself. But it's also, and this is also to say, even if you don't self-sabotage, it doesn't mean everything is healed. I just think this is a way it pops up for a lot of people in order to, to see what needs to be healed. Really just taking a look at how you show up in those situations, being aware of those situations, and then playing the tape back and being like, whoa, where did I go? Where? I think at the end of the day, awareness is everything with every aspect of life. And showing yourself and explaining to yourself too, it's like, what is my responsibility in this? Because with me and that late bank payment, that was all me. The bank did nothing wrong, right? It has the platform for me. It even has the auto pay option for me. So I didn't even have to show up and make that payment that day. It set up everything for me. It was my fault, quote unquote, my fault, right? So what is your responsibility in the situation and what can you change to make it different? And if you can prevent it in the future and what's the deeper underlying meaning to it? Where does this come from? Where is this stemming from? Now for me, as I just said, it goes back to trying to control money, control funds, which is interesting because aren't I trying to call in more abundance and more funds? Yes. So for me, it's like, okay, let's go back to see what more there is to dig up there. As you can see with me, who has been doing this for so long, things are always going to creep up. And I think it's such a beautiful part of life because we are meant to 
continue our learning, right? Because could you imagine if we had just woken up one day and learned everything? <laughs> if we just knew everything, didn't have to experience anything else because we know it all and had no struggle, I think life would be pretty freaking boring. If we were just able to manifest at a drop of a hat, got everything that we wanted, didn't have to deal with struggle or hurt or fear or the yucky negative emotions, life would be pretty boring because we wouldn't have gratitude for the things that we love. I highly recommend if you are the type to self-sabotage, look into the EFT techniques and stuff like that. Highly recommend that. If you are currently manifesting, create the space for the thing, create the plan for the thing, but be open to negotiation with the higher powers. Be open to it coming to you a little bit differently as you planned. I think creating a plan is great, but being flexible with the plan is key. Because at the end of the day, higher power, source, God, universe, what have you, it knows way more than you ever will. And all I know is when you're trusting in that process, it is always going to bring it to you in a way that it is better than you ever could have imagined. That is it for me today on this topic. Thank you again, Amanda, for this question. And if you have not yet left a review on this podcast, I would really, really love it. We don't run any ads or anything like that on this podcast, but your reviews help me so much with getting the message out there to as many other women as possible to learn more about being able to change and up-level your lives. So thank you again so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.